What's up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Minute with your boy, Demarcus Ross. Before we get started, make sure you go like and subscribe to all of my channels. My YouTube is Demarcus Ross. My Instagram is Demarcus underscore Charles. And my Twitter is Smooth underscore Sailor 9. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Usually I'm up here and I'm interviewing the guests, but this time I'm going to be the one being interviewed. And today I got a special co-host, my boy, Jay Rossi, a.k.a. Javaris Ross. Yo, what's good with everybody in here? I'm glad you're coming in and listening to the podcast today. Today we're going to do something real special. I'm going to be interviewing my long life brother slash cousin, Demarcus Ross. See what his life is about. I don't know him that well. You know what I'm saying? Me and you trying to, trying to figure out things we don't know. So today is that day to figure out what we want to know, the untold truth. And the 30 for 30 is being style. You know what I'm saying? So you know what? We ain't going to waste no more time. I'm the host. I do what I want. So we can get right into it. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Now I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to start you off a little bit so that we can develop some questions. I'm going to start off early stages of your, early stages of your life. Let's go like zero through five, maybe. I know you can't remember that long. That's how stupid say zero through five. But... Tell me, what was your early stages like? Like, tell me, like, what, what was your like goals and stuff? What What did you want to accomplish? What was, What did you look up to? What does people always had that thing they love to do at a young age? Things like that. What did you? What What inspired you at that time? At the time when I was, the only thing I could remember from, like, around I'm gonna say six and below, is I, I played football. I liked being outside, running around, doing a bunch of things. I had a dog named Mike, who was yeah. like my my favorite dog ever. Cool, cool. Um, but I honestly don't remember too much from back then. I literally, I try to remember, but I don't remember pretty much anything from before six. Cool, cool. I mean, I don't think everybody does. But you know what? We're going to bounce off of that. What encouraged you to play football? It's just something I grew up doing. It was more like, you know, you grow up eating certain foods and then they become your favorite food. But it's like, I grew up playing football since, I played football for well over 10 years, 10, 12 years. Like, I played rec league. I played flag football. I, it just was a staple. I played for the rec department all the time. Like, I went through elementary playing, and then I got into middle school. I was playing, and then high school I was playing, and then he played a little bit in college. So, it was like, it was always a part of me. So, I didn't know what to do. I was like, football is, football is who I am. Football is what I want to do. So, like. Cool. Did, that, did they help you with your social life? Did they help you with um, getting well with people, getting to know people? You know, because a, a lot of sports have to do a lot of connections. So what would you say that was your big connection with the sport? What, what made you drive? Like, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to practice, I'm going to do this and enjoy it. Oh, it took a lot of discipline to say that. Um, going off my college years, well, high school, actually, I met a lot of I met a lot of good people through football. From when I was at West Lawrence to when I was at Blakely, I met a lot of good people, a lot of good coaches. And some of the coaches I still, still know and talk to today. Um, high school, you know, I met Logan, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Without he he helped change my life for the better part. Cool, cool. Um, we'll get to that once we get to you know once you ask a few more questions. Okay. Um, college, I'm I still talk to some half of my teammates now that I haven't even seen in maybe four years, and like it's like we still bros. So you, you kind of build a bond. It's like football become your family. They they become your best friends. It's like you don't know who. Only y'all know who to communicate with. Like, y'all, only I, so say for example, me and my teammates, we only know what we go through. Yeah. Like, the family and the fans can say they know what we go through, but me and my teammates are actually going through it together. So that builds a, builds a 
consistent basis. And like, we're like, we got that bond, that emotional bond. Like we've cried together. We've sweated together. Yeah. We've, we've yelled at each other. We fought each other. We, we said languages to each other. We ain't supposed to say like, we got yelled at by the coaches. We were, we were like, we went through the struggle together. So that builds a different kind of bond when you go through the struggle together rather than they're on the outside looking in and they're like, oh, I know what you've been through, but I ain't been through what you've been through. So how do you know what I've been through if you haven't been through what I've been through? Okay, okay. That that drives me, as you mentioned with the the, the Logan question, that got me you got me thinking, got me got me some little ride up and thinking in my mind. So as you say in your early years, you went to West Lawrence High School, correct? Which yep. was middle school, all that type of stuff. And at a, after a good stage in your life, you said you're gonna switch. What pushed that switch? So West Lawrence was a great school. It was an amazing school. Great, great, right? Big. But it wasn't for me. Now how I'll say that what what made you what made the difference? I just didn't like big school, all that extra. But it wasn't for me. Like I didn't like the I didn't like the like the the atmosphere in there a little bit. Like I came, you know, our families our families most from Cochrane yeah. and all the other stuff. And I came here every weekend pretty much. So I I I knew people, I had yeah. friends and I was like, I just feel feel like I fit here more than I did at West Lawrence. Like at West Lawrence, I was just, I was a kid. I was there, but here I felt like people knew me and I was more of a thing. And yeah, I came here to play football also. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. try to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond. You know what I'm saying? Try to like, at the end of the day, my goal was to go to college, yeah. play football. That's everybody's goal with sports. Trying to make you big the way you can. So yeah. No doubt playing that that's, idea. That's really, cause I transferred after the summer after my 10th grade year. And I think that was honestly one of the better decisions I've made. That's like a top four decision I've made in my life. If I if I can go back today and make that and have to make the same decision, I one hundred percent would. Okay, okay. Without without a doubt. Okay, here's here's a deep question we need to Is there any deep connections you left when leaving West Lawrence? No. No deep no deep connections. Nope. Zero. No sentimental. Nope. Zero. Zero. Okay. Okay. That's why I believe that's also why it was so easy for me to leave. It wasn't that holding you back. I didn't exactly. I didn't have those deep connections. I didn't have all those. I wasn't doing what I was doing at Blakely County at West Lawrence. So I, I think that that also helped kind of make it like super easy. Like, of course, I still see like at work today, I still see most of my everybody I went to school with at West Lawrence and they still remember who I am. I still remember who they are. No I work with some of them. Okay. And it's like, well, I, still, I mean, it was no deep connections to say, oh, I need to stay here. And nah, it wasn't any of that. Okay, look, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go into the school type of thing right now. Um, when you did make that call to switch schools, the first day at Blake County, new faces, new dreams ahead, new goals you want to reach, new players to play with, new friends to make. How would you say your first day went, and what did the name of last name Ross build upon you? My first day actually went pretty good. Pretty good, because like I said, I already knew half the people in Cochran because I've been coming here my entire life. So it was like. I'll, only thing I do was doing was going to a different school, and I'm just gonna be here more. Yeah, yeah. Like Laderick was in there. Like I knew I knew half of the people in my class already. So it was like I was I just walked in and oh, uh, we already friends and stuff. So I ain't gotta go through that awkwardness of making friends and doing all that other stuff. We already friends. You know what I'm saying okay. And the last name Ross is kind of like you know Cochran's a small town, and you know shout out to Tavon. He put the last name he you know. Had a lot to do with the last name Ross being known and being known for football and sports and stuff like that. And I guess everybody expected me to come out here and be the next day run and have the last name Ross because I had last name Ross and I played football and stuff. I mean, I tried, but 
that apparently that ain't that wasn't meant to be, so it didn't happen. Okay, bring that bring that question over with the last name, Ross. Um, we're going you know, we're going a little different with left and right a little bit. Um, did identity of you just be was it ever a problem? Finding your person, finding who you really truly was. Actually, yes, because at one point I did look up to Tavon and I tried to be like him, and then I was like. Oh man, I'm doing so good, and like I'm, I love football, and this is all I'll ever want to do, and everything. And I was like, I got to college, and it was more like, I really don't love football as much as I say I do. That's why I quit. I really don't love it like that. What would you say you loved at that moment? Did you love the attention it was given? Did you love the hype around it? Did you love the thought of being going to D one? What made you like? Okay, well, I really want to chase this dream. I had a thought of like it's like I said, it was something I always did. Yeah. So it's more like, it's, I don't know what else to do other than what I always do. Like, I didn't know what other route to take. It was like football or nothing. Okay. That, that literally was my mindset. Football or nothing. I didn't care about grades. I didn't care about academics. I didn't care about none of that. Football or nothing. Which now we know is key. Academics really is key. That's what people don't realize. And then, like, I didn't know that. I was a, I was a dumb, naive, not high school kid. Either I'm going I'm to go pro one day or college is, is football or bust. Well, like that, I was a naive high school kid, and I was like, I didn't know what else to do. That that's what drove me. I I knew is that I knew how to play football. I knew what to do. I I know the game of football pretty well, but it was like that. That's what drove me. Everybody has their problems, ups and downs. Will lead me to my next one. We're gonna get into a little bit. Or we can save it if you want. It's hop into like a weight loss journey real quick. Because we know we had a big backstory with your weight, how you wasn't really that active and fit back in the day like you were. But you still play sports, but it didn't really show, you know. Let's say, did, did your weight back in the day affect how you were treated by others or what? Yes. There's actually times where I actually was bullied because of me being fat. I remember one time when I used to live with my mom back in Montrose. Um, I I actually went home. I, I got up under the bed and I was crying because some... Because some people were bullying me because they were calling me fat. Yeah. Um, I was still fat up until, like, I started losing it. And then around ninth, 10th grade year, I hit puberty, hit my growth spurt. I went from, like, 5'5 five, five to maybe 6 foot. I dropped over 30, 40 pounds. Went from r- roughly 220, because I wrestled at the time. So I went from 220 to 185. So I pretty much lost it all. And then that's what, ever since that 10th grade year, that's what kick-started my health and fitness journey. It's like, I love, like, that's that's when my secondary passion came in, kind of. I mean, I didn't know it was a secondary passion, but now it's more like, it's a primary passion now, but I didn't know that was my secondary passion. Like, I I just started meal prepping and cooking my own meals and stuff like that and just trying to, lifting weights, focusing on lifting, but I thought I was doing it for football. So, because, you know, football or bus. Yeah, you know, I know. I get but you. it was actually helping me mentally a little bit while I was doing it. If you miss, help you miss. Well, we'll get to that mental side, right? But I don't want folks on kind of the way during the podcast. When you did start, I know, I know, ten puberty can help with that. You know, help with the ease of weight. And, you know, it's, yeah. but, the, but the weight is going, which is your height and everything balancing itself out. Would you say losing weight? How, what was the process of it? Was, I know you're just playing sports, kind of losing it automatically, but. Was it a problem? Was it ever like a point where you're like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this bag? Or were you focused on it, or does it kind of just happen? Honestly, when I lost all that, I lost all that weight in one summer. The summer after tenth grade year, when I moved to Bay County, I lost all that weight. Right. 
when I lost it, I wasn't intentionally trying to lose it, honestly. I didn't even know I had lost it all, but I noticed it. Well, I noticed like afterwards, like I was like, oh, wow. But I didn't even notice because it was me and you, some of my 10th grade year, all we did every single day at Grandma Ann's house. We was outside for maybe nine, 10 hours. We'd wake up, go outside because you had that soccer goal back there. Yeah, and we had a basketball goal back there. And all the neighborhood, our friends yeah. stuff come out there and play with we us. We were running soccer about 30 minutes. Like, like, we was either playing soccer, we was either playing basketball, or we was playing football. Like, we were always outside doing something. Yeah. And now I, I came in the house every night dripping sweat, and my shirt was soaking in sweat because we went outside playing in, the, in that summer heat every single day. Oh, yeah, I remember them days. Dang, dang. And <laughs> at the end of that summer, I had lost all that weight, and I was like, "Wow!" And I actually started. I did start. I did notice. I did eat, start eating a lot less, and I was like, "Wow." Hmm. Okay, so that basically, we just kind of like basically lost it just off of pure activity. Exactly. My my activity increased probably like fifteen fold. Fifteen, fifteen fold. That's what drives us all. To really, we just probably losing weight just to do it. Nine days exercise is hard for me because you know. I don't really do it too much. I need to get back into it. But focus back on focus back attention on you. Back attention on you. So even during like since what what in going through college, what your experience through uh, Butler? Well, how was your experience at Butler? Even going through all this college. Well, I went to Minnesota Butler. first and then I went to Butler. How was how you time in Minnesota? Minnesota was terrible. That was like my worst year. Minnesota was when I learned when I started to realize that football was not a true passion of mine anymore. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with a question real quick inside a question. Do you think now I'm just, I'm just throwing it out now? Do you think if you went to LSU probably and you had a chance to play, would it still be your passion? Or was it the conditions that made it just make you like that? Like, I'm gonna be honest, I personally don't think it'll still be my passion because I, I'm gonna get to it and I'll tell you in a second. But like in Minnesota, like I still loved it and all that other stuff and I was like, okay, this is good, but Minnesota didn't act like a true D one, so Minnesota was actually my worst. That that year, Minnesota was my worst year in college. I remember one semester I had straight D's. Mm. Like that 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 was a terrible college experience. Like had a girlfriend, she was cheating on me for the entire relationship. So it's like, I mean, we got, I got into an argument, punched a hole in the wall. Mm. Like the the partying, the drinking, the drug, like. It was it was outrageous that first year in college. Mm. But then I left because it snowed on May 1st. I left and then I was like, I'm glad I'm out of that place. Like I did not I, I absolutely hated that place. I went home. And then after I went home, you know, I went to middle Georgia. No, actually I went to Yeah, I went to middle Georgia for like a semester or two. And then I went to play at Butler. I was actually happy that I was at home and everything, but you know, I was still in that mindset, football or bus. Yeah, so every little ch- the chance I got to play football, I was gonna take it. Thank you. He take I got a I got an offer, got a scholarship to play at Butler in Kansas, which I stayed there for the la- the next two years. Which this is what I, when I realized my first year at Butler is when I realized football was not for me anymore. We woke up at five fifty five. We did our workout. Workout was over around seven twenty, and then you got you go eat breakfast. My first class started at eight. I had class from eight to nine. Then I had another class from nine to ten. Then I had a break from I think ten to twelve fifteen. And then you go eat lunch, and after you eat lunch, you go to the gym and you finish ready to do a workout. As you do that workout, you better hope you don't got film because if you have film, you're gonna go to film. Or if you have practice, you we got practice. And then 
either after that, you got family and stuff. And then after you finish all that, then you got to think about the fact that you got homework. That was your life. It was kind of like that's your life. That is that. That was one hundred percent my life. And then as I did it, I was like, I don't really care enough to do this. You know what I'm like I don't have that drive to keep waking up like this every day and doing all this other stuff. I was like, I can't. I don't want to do this. I get that because I feel like me personally, I feel like you didn't have to like and make it or break it type of scenario in your life where if I don't make it, I need to do some more family type thing. You know, I'm supposed to be yeah. the greatest athlete. Like I had people, my family. I can't say I didn't have people who supported me because I had, I have a ton of people that support me and I wouldn't be here without, but it was like, I don't want to do this. I, I absolutely hate this. Like I'm tired of waking up every day of the week like this. I'm trying like, and then I'm still getting hurt. You know, I tore my MCL in high school in J, on JV, but then you know, I always had my fingers injuries. My finger came out the bone on my pinky cause, and everything. And, like, I got the butler. I hurt my, my it was my right forearm. And I had to go get x-rays and stuff. I was like, and I couldn't put any weight on it and stuff. And I was just like, I'm tired of doing this. I'm getting hurt and I'm doing all this. And for what? Yeah, like, to play I really could care less about going to the NFL any, at this moment. And I was like, I don't really care about football as much. I was like, and it's not fair for me to want to play football and take a position away from somebody that actually wants to play it. Like you just doing this because you feel like you need to. So I stopped playing football and I actually became a math tutor. This is when the trans, like, so that first year at Butler is when I started transitioning back Transitioning on that, I care about academics more than I care about football. Mason, so that's when that's when the transition started. So I became a math tutor because my grades actually I had I had straight A's in 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 math. Became a math tutor. As I became a math tutor. That's when I was like, I love academics. I'm actually I, I love learning. That's that's when it went from football to school. It's like it's, it's literally like somebody went over there and flipped the switch on the wall and said, "Football to school." And so, like, it took a, it actually, football was starting to take a bad toll on my mental health, technically, in a way. So, it was good that I went from that to tutoring. So, I started helping, like, I was an athletic tutor. So, I helped my old, my old teammates. I was helping them in, in everything. I did that three days a week. I still had the exact same scholarship as they did as football players, though. Except I just wasn't playing football. So, my school was still paid for it. I just wasn't playing football, but I'm yeah. still, I still, I love school. So, I'm doing school now. Still used to the best of your ability. You earned what you really needed. Yeah. So now take what you want. If you want to go up, you can take the tools you get done and pave the way for yourself. Exactly. And I'm glad I actually made the decision looking back now because now it's like if I would have made the decision, where would I be at? Okay. Okay. And now, did you like you told relationships and disorders? We want we want to kind of like disorder, but you know, mental health. We want to focus on that for a little while for 18 minutes. I still want to get to your future and things like that. Um, mental health. Tell me what through the process of life up to now, even up to this point or halfway through there. What kind of mental illnesses would you say? I say illnesses, health problem, not health problem. But you know what you're going through. Everybody go through something. Nobody can. Hide so it. through high school, I have actually didn't have any. Through high school, I was fine. I was that kid that always, you know, up and up through high school. I was that kid that did everything, you know. But I would say first year at Minnesota kind of took a toll on me. You know, after that breakup and stuff. After I found out that Gene, like. Yeah. That kind of took a toll. Made it hard for me to trust people. I still got problems trusting people. I agree. Um, it'll do it to everybody. Punched the, you know, I told you I punched the hole in the wall. Started having more anger issues and everything. Um, then, you know, I got I got over that. I was like, okay, oh well. And then I went to came back home. I was still good and still fine. Went to Kansas. I was still good, still fine. You know, then I went through that whole turmoil. Like I really don't want to play football and everything. So it was starting to decline a little bit. 
And I don't know if it's because I was away from everybody, like all my family members and stuff so long. I did have a maid, I did have a lucky because Tavon was only four hours away because mm-hmm. he was at the University of Missouri. Yeah. And, you know, that actually helped me a little bit, you know, going to see him and stuff like that and play and stuff like that. Um, and then I had Taz up there, Tay Holiday up there, RIP Taz. That's um, and that actually, like, being around them actually made it a little bit easier. But once they left and stuff, it was like, I'm up there by myself. You know, I'm alone. I do I do enjoy being up here. I love being in Kansas. It's still one of my favorite places to go. But it was like, I'm still there by myself and alone. But I, I had a girlfriend at the time also. Um, broke up, what, September of my last year there. And that's probably the biggest mental health spiral I've ever taken. Mm. Talking about some depression, um, trust issues. I even got to a point where I had started cutting myself. It was like, it, it got bad. And like drinking, I like I started drinking. I'm just, I mean, I'm gonna be 100% honest. I started drinking, and I was like, shoot, started started. It was like around doing drugs, and it was like, bro, it got bad. When I tell you it got bad, like it got bad, and I didn't think I was gonna find get myself out of that hole. And I don't know how I got myself out of that hole, but I think one thing that helped me was like, it's bad. But one day I had. I had woke up one one morning after a party. Like I still don't remember anything from this party, and I was I was covered in vomit, mm. and I was like I could have just died. And I was like, and it, I think that was my wake up call. It was why I woke up. I was like, yeah, I'm done doing this. And but I was my mental health still was was still on the spiral, and so I left Butler. I graduated from Butler. Um, came home. I had already knew I had wanted to be a nurse at the time. Yeah. Like I, my my whole academics had took off. Like in Butler, I was doing all my classes because I wanted to be a nurse. Like I had growing up, you asked me, I do remember now that you say something. I did want to be a pediatrician, but I didn't have a pediatrician grades yeah. because of, of course, Minnesota. But I I was like, I can still go be a nurse, be a nurse practitioner. Um, that's I'm I'm a current currently a nurse now. Um. Back in school to be a nurse practitioner. Well, hopefully to become a nurse practitioner. But came home, mental health was on the decline. Like I was battling, I was battling some demons. Every like I was battling demons, boy. I think everybody does at some point. And I, was, I still battle demons every day to this day. Like it's so hard just to say, "Ooh, it, I want to how it feels to cut this. I want how it feels to cut this part." And it's like it's a it's a it's a daily fight. And but it's nice to know that I have people around me who actually care. They want to know about me. Like they check up on me, you know. But I came home. I, you know, I started talking to our pastor here in First Baptist, and he said something that actually resonated with me. That actually changed changed my whole mindset a little bit. He said, "Name everything you got wrong. Name everything that's going right. I named everything that's going right." He said, "Now name everything that's going wrong." I name. He said, "So right now you're." You just named, he said, so 90% or 80% of everything in your life is going right. And you're busy focusing on the uh, the 20% that's going wrong. Amazing. And after he said that, it was like, I remember that to this day. That was like over two years ago. And I still remember that to this day. And I was like, wow. And that, that actually stuck with me and it actually helps me throughout this day. Because when I'm down and I'm like, okay, I think about the, the things that are going right. And I'm like, what are going wrong? But... 
Yeah, it went from drugs and drinking to cutting myself to seeing help. Now I see a psychiatrist and everything just to make to make sure everything's going well. And then throw nursing school on top of that, so everything's going to be a downpour. Okay. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm finding myself back into that place of where I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. I'm being myself. I'm happy with where I am in life. I'm excited. Okay, okay. Even me, that's like a side note, but I had to focus on was, you know, be talking to the girl, you know, with, with the sickle disease. You realize that what you see in person, you realize that at any point, somebody will kill to have the body you have. Somebody, yep. Somewhere, somebody in the hospital can't barely move and do everything, but you complain about your stomach hurting or some bull crap like that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff that going on that, you know, like, like, like your pastor just said, there's a lot of things it, going wrong, people going wrong. It took, going me, away. it took me so long to learn that I can only control so much. I have a very um, prideful personality. Like, I, I, I take pride in everything that I do, a lot of pride, and I got kind of a, a little bit of an inflated. Ego, self ego, because yeah. I believe I expect, I believe I can be better than I am. I expect to, I expect to perform at the highest level as I can be, no matter what I'm doing. Cool. I mean, so, some people look at that as a bad way, but I look at it as like, no matter what, I ain't gonna let you down. Like I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna, if you, if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna make sure I go do it. Same, same. So it's like, it it plays into you know everything that's went on my whole life. True, true. Okay. This this makes sure we get like I'm probably the five minutes left. So let's get to like got two more questions. I'll take you two minutes, but probably pick it up. Um, what would you suggest given your mental descendant and your mental illness decline based on relationship? What would you give people out there going through a relationship or trying to pursue a dream in a relationship at the same time? What would what what, what would you advice would you give them to avoid these problems? What they focus on for social not So there are gonna So there are gonna be times where you struggle, you stress out, you go through a little mental you go through a mental breakdown. As I, I'm a big advocate for mental health awareness. Yeah, I got it tattooed on me. It's like I, I, I know what it feels like to be in those situations, and like I look out, I care about those people, and everybody's go through through something. But the biggest thing I can tell you to do is, if you don't know what to do next, just take the next step. Just do, just do. Take if you haven't, if you don't feel like getting out of bed. Sit up, yeah. sit in. You ain't if you don't like if you don't feel like you're not bed. Don't lay in bed. Sit up, sit in the bed, and then after you sit in the bed, put turn around, put your feet on the floor. After you put your feet on the floor, go 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 turn the light switch on. Or if you feel yourself in a mental health spiral and you can get out of bed, but you don't feel like showering, go stand in. Turn the shower on. Just go stand in the bathroom with the shower running. Yeah, easy my Do any any little thing. Then take. Take it step by step. Like it ain't gonna be no quick journey. It's not gonna be no fast journey. Just take it step by step. Everything that a perfect one to play. Can't see your next step. If you can't see in front of you, just take the next step. And we gonna we gonna run with that. We gonna run with that. I think I think that's what everybody needs to know. If you can't instead of taking it all at one time, take it step by step, and by the end of the day, you'll get the way you need to be at it all along. You know what I'm saying? Now let's wrap it all up. Not that wrap it all up yet, but let's wrap it up just like this was one segment real quick. Cause I think everybody wants to know. What is your next steps towards life? What's your next biggest thing? What are you trying to accomplish from right now to move forward? On up. Right now, I'm just trying to be a better person than I was yesterday. I'm currently going back to school right now to. Okay. I'm going currently going back to school right now to be a um get my bachelor's in science, bachelor's of science in nursing, and part of my master's to hopefully become a nurse practitioner. Okay. okay. Um. Hopefully, I, I should graduate next year, so I'm working towards that now. 
Um, I love my job. I work in the ER. So I'm trying to, I said, I write goals on my board. And one of my goals is, is to love my job at the end of the year. Do whatever it takes to love my job at the end of the year. I don't want to be a burnt out nurse in year one. Yeah, yeah. Um, be, keep my family around me. Um, be there for everyone. Just, just try to be an overall better person. Like, there's things I've done this year that I, I haven't never done before. Like, I give money. I go out and give money to homeless people sometimes. Like, I help people with stuff. Like, if I see a person in, in the past, if I see somebody in front of me that can't afford something and like they card decline or something. Then I'm like, oh, well, that's your own fault. But now it's more like, yeah. I'll help you. I got more money than I need, so why not help the person in front of me? If you, because like me personally, I understand other people hard places they got. So you know, what I'm yeah. Saying? What would you? What would you? What would you want somebody to do for you? Your card decline. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and all I say is, like, they ask me, oh, I can pay you back. All I say is, just pass it on to the next person. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do. But I'm just trying to be a better person because I haven't always been a be- good person, and my my mind hasn't always been in the right place. But I'm just trying to take it day by day. There's days I do have setbacks. Setbacks do happen, so I'm just trying to trying to be better. And I think that's everybody that's out there. Try to be better than you were yesterday and be better than you were today and improve in the future. <laughs> that's all you can do, honest. That's all you can do. But about to wrap it up, make sure we cut a little shorter time right now. But I'm glad we got to hear a side of D Squid that even I didn't know. That's a surprise to me. It sounded like a whole lifetime story to me. <laughs> it, it was pretty deep. We got where we wanted to be at. Um, how did you feel about sharing today? I thought it was good. I thought it would be. I thought it was good that you know none of my listeners had ever heard anything about me. So I was like, it's easy. It's nice to tell them about me and to share. Like, and there's some of my family members that are gonna hear some stuff in this podcast that they've never known about me that are gonna yeah. learn about me today. So that's what. That's what we want it's to about. Do. It's about me being transparent to my to my to my listeners. And thank you guys for listening today. And hopefully, y'all listen on. Subscribe, like, share with your people, and we out.